You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So let's go over to our Roman video line and talk to our guy, uh, Mark Drumheller from the Yahoo Sportsbook. Talk a little bit about some NBA, Mark. Do you have any plays tonight? I do. I have a couple. I'm actually on the other side of the Bucks game. Um, I, I do have the Pacers and the points in that one. And also, I have the over in tonight's game with the Suns and the Clippers. And I have a little bit – I have a prop in the uh, in the Minnesota-Charlotte game. I got Carl Anthony Towns over 11.5 rebounds. So, hopefully, he can take advantage of that Charlotte defense and kind of clean up the glass in that matchup. We were talking uh, to Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet earlier. And – the question that we posed or posited to him was how do you figure out whether a team that changes their identity midway through the season, like, for example, the Boston Celtics, and they go on a four or five game win streak, whether that momentum is real and something that you should jump on, whether it's completely not real and something that you should fade or wait and see until maybe the time has already passed and you've missed the value. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question, right? And it's difficult. And I think in Boston's sense, I mean, you're, you're seeing how they look tonight against my Philadelphia 76ers. Like, you know, they look really good with the defense. And I think when it's your identity is rooted in something like that, like, hey, you're playing good defense, you're kind of buying into a new coach's system, I think that, sort, that had staying power, right? That's something that they can kind of carry into the second half. Obviously, if you're having success, the, you know, you're going to buy into more of the coach's Um, message like that more as opposed to like you know a team that just goes out and gets a collection of shooters and and wants to try and win that way it's a little bit tough but you know it takes some time to kind of figure out how these different you know teams are going to mesh you know we're going to see that here in Philadelphia you know with the Sixers with getting with James Harden and it's going to kind of change the identity of the defense uh, you know with him on the court as opposed to you know how they were previously. So we were watching uh, Marcus Smart just went down as you're talking about that. It looks like it was just knee-to-knee contact with Joel Embiid. Um, it was just a knee bump. So Ryan's Ryan's looking over at the TV wondering what's happening, I believe. It didn't look like it was a soft tissue thing. It looked like they just bumped knees. Yeah, bumped knees. Okay, yeah, he's getting carried off right now by uh, Jalen Brown. Um, okay, we'll keep you updated on that. Hey, Mark, uh, I know you're a Philly guy, right? Actually, I thought you were a Boston guy, but now I know you're a Philly guy. As much as you wanted me to be from Boston, I'm actually from Philly. (laughs) So I'm looking at the uh, regular season MVP market right now over at BetMGM. And so you're a Philly guy, and Embiid's the overwhelming favorite. He's plus 150. The next closest odds is Jokic, who won it last year, plus 350. Yesterday, it was like literally plus 3,000. Right, so you like missed all the value on it. It's plus 450 right now. If you were going to play anybody besides Embiid, like I'm on John Morant, he's plus 1,200 right now. Is it even worth it at this point? I mean, there's still a lot of season left to play. You know, injuries do happen. I know you don't want to believe that. But also, like Embiid, maybe second nights of back-to-backs. You know, once Harden gets there, maybe he takes some time off. 
Is it worth playing anybody else, or is it even worth playing Embiid plus 150 at this point? Yeah, I do think it's worth playing some other people. Now, listen, if Joel Embiid stays healthy throughout the course of the season, you know, I think he's going to be the MVP. I think, you know, he's going to continue to play the way he has. And it's been something that's been on his mind all year. You know, he's made a point to kind of, you know, push himself, you know, physically to get in the right conditioning so he can play, you know, more games during the season because that was kind of what held him back last year, right? Didn't play enough games, couldn't really get into the voting. So that's something that he went into this season you know, trying to address with his conditioning, wanted staying power. Now, how that's going to play out as we get to the end of the season and playing so many games, obviously, we know, big men, you know, it's a little more difficult for them to stay healthy. And then, of course, like into the course of the season for looking past, you know, the MVP market and kind of into the playoffs and that sort of thing. um, There's not a history there of him being able to do that. So that's something you have to keep in mind as well. But, you know, you look at the box like Giannis, like they're not going to go away, right? So, I mean, he could – you know, have a dominating second half and, and be right in contention. And Jochik is just as good as anybody in the NBA and means just as much to anybody's team in the NBA. So I think those players are still alive. All right. So, Mark, I think I would be remiss uh, to ask you as a Philly fan, like what what range of emotions are you going through right now? Because on one hand, you've got the end of the process, basically, as we know it. Finally, Daryl Morey gets what he wants. He originally wanted Ben Simmons to be out the door and get James Harden as soon as he arrived. And that thing kind of came crashing down in a ball of flames. And now that era is over. And now the Brooklyn Nets get to make excuses for who Ben Simmons is and can be under the right circumstances. But now you're getting a guy in James Harden who has pushed his way out of two straight teams uh, in less than a year. And hasn't looked exactly svelte, but has the capability to be one of the best pick and roll guys, two men with Joel Embiid that we've ever seen. Uh, So what are you feeling right now? And then what do you think that means in terms of like what you would do in terms of betting the Sixers? Yeah, I'm excited about it. And, you know, a little bit is the reason I talked about is that Embiid really went into this season, you know, work trying to work on his conditioning, understanding that he had to be there for the long haul. Last year in the playoffs against Atlanta, you know, it was their, their you know, intent to kind of wear him down during the course of the game. And we saw that, how he struggled in the second half. He had the knee injury um, in those games. And I think that, you know, Harden doesn't have a good history of, you know, getting along with his teammates or staying in places too long. Right. And right. And I think that, you know, that's okay because I believe that this year, when you talked about the culmination of the process, like you, that's it. Like it's really this year, like, yes, Harden's going to be back next year. If it doesn't work this year, you know, can they give it another run next year? But this is the year that it beats healthy. So for me as a fan and being from Philadelphia, I'm extremely excited that we're going all in because it's been, you know, such a, you know, for lack of a better term, long process and kind of filled with disappointment. I mean, last year there was a ton of excitement around this team and to get bounced out the way they did against Atlanta was extremely disappointing. And, you know, I'm probably more conservative in the fact that I feel like I'm more aware that Embiid's window is very, very small. Like when you're a big man, you just don't last in the NBA too long. So he's at his peak right now. So this is the best time for them to go all in to make a push at this thing. And I think the East is open. Obviously the Suns best team in the NBA, you're going to need some help to, you know, get something done in the finals. But I think there's a path there. They're taking advantage of it. And this is the best shot they can. So, you know, better go all in this year 
then kind of wait around for something to happen next year when, you know, several teams in the East could be much stronger. So would you take the Philadelphia 76ers right now at plus 750 to win it all now that that line has moved from plus 1,200 to plus 750? Yeah, it's tough because you're getting a bad number, right? Yep. Like, you know, you would have, you know, ideally you would have got it before they made the trade, um, but that was up in the air. There were a lot of people, like I said, you know, Shams. Well, you got to be a win horse guy, man. Over. No, I'm just kidding. Who <laughs> was right, right, you know? So, you know, those people have the good tickets. Um, I think they have a shot. I think they have a shot. I mean, plus 700, you know, it's not the best number, but I do think that they can compete with anybody in the East and you get in the finals in a seven-game series. If you have a healthy Embiid and a healthy Harden, um, you know, you're in the game, and that's really all you can ask for at this point. And I think that's what makes this season so much more exciting than, like, seasons in the past. And it's been like that a little bit more in the NBA with, like, more parity, but, like, growing up, it was always Jordan against, like, insert Western Conference team, and then everybody was complaining because it was LeBron against the Warriors. But, like, if there was, you know, like, two or three teams that you would place a future on right now and just throw value away, you know, teams that you believe that could actually legitimately win a championship, I know you brought up the Suns and the Bucks. who would they be? Yeah, I think it's I think the Heat's another one. Like I think a lot yeah. of people forget about the Heat, right? And you look at their depth and we saw, you know, Jimmy Butler like yeah, it was the bubble year or whatnot, but when the playoffs come, like he can step up and he can carry that team and he's, you know, from a leadership role and a scoring role on the court. So, if they get everybody back healthy, they can make a push. I really do think it's the Suns in the East. Like I love the Grizzlies and I think they're a great story, uh but it's it's going to be hard for somebody to knock off Phoenix coming out of the West. So I think it's really going to be Phoenix and whoever can kind of get out of the East, but there's a lot of yeah. parity there. It's going to depend on health and, you know, who really is able to make a push and who's hot at the right time. Do you buy into the, any of these uh, younger teams and even like a younger team with some vets, like the Chicago Bulls or like the Cleveland Cavs are a really fun story. I know you brought up Memphis in the West, but do you Toronto think the Raptors a, even the Raptors? Yeah. Do you think like a team like that could kind mm -hmm. of like catch fire? I think they can make some noise, like especially a Cleveland team. I think more than Chicago, like even though Chicago yeah. has the scores, like they have Levine, if he's, you know, if he's going to be okay and healthy moving forward and DeRozan obviously is, you know, come on very strong. But I, you know, I think when you get into that half court game in, in the playoffs in defense, I think a team like Cleveland could be more, um, you know, likely to kind of pull off an upset in the postseason. Interesting stuff here. Do you have any uh, favorite plays tomorrow? We've got some early lines coming out. Atlanta Hawks take on the Orlando Magic. Orlando, uh, Atlanta's a four-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Uh, Boston Celtics play tomorrow again on a back-to-back -back against Detroit. They're 12-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, and then you've got the Knicks playing against the Nets. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites uh, at home at the Garden. And that is an inexplicable line to me. Do you like anything that you've seen for tomorrow in the early lines? Yeah, I don't like the Knicks laying any points wow. on any team in the NBA right now, to be honest with you. So I didn't really get a chance to dig into it, but that is just a franchise um, that is in disarray right now. And, you know, I don't think they know where to turn, and you can kind of see it on the court. And I think the Nets are going to try and catch a little momentum now with the trade. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, won that game outright. Taking the six and a half points seems like a gift. Might be my favorite bet for tomorrow. I know. I didn't even know that was on the board. I looked at it and I'm I was like, oh, my right, God. I'm, I'm betting that right now, actually, yeah. as we speak. Mark, uh, <laughs> yeah. I know we're talking some NBA right now, but we got two minutes before we let you go. Super Bowl odds have been released for next year. Which team? Which team are you back in? 
gosh, it's going to be tough because there's going to be so much volatility with the quarterbacks. But if I were to pick a team, like I think Buffalo was the best team this year and they came up short and maybe I'm stubborn and holding on to it, but I would probably take them if I'm going to take a, a future shot now, but there's going to be so much quarterback movement. Right. It's going to be a lot of fun in the NFL. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. That was Mark. All right, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. That was Mark Drumheller from uh, Yahoo Sportsbook. You can find him there. He's joining us on the Roman guest line. Uh, get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to roman.com slash betql now to get $15 off your first month. That's roman.com slash betql. Nick's laying six and a half points against the Brooklyn Nets. Favorite bet. That line will change. Yeah, yeah. I am going to take that right now because if anything does change, the I want to be on that side of it, right? The Nets just destroyed. Who did they just play? Oh, my God. The Knicks are uh, garbage. I'm done with the Knicks for the rest of the season. They just beat the Kings. Okay, yeah, so the Kings, yeah. Kings were two-point favorites in Brooklyn. So no Kyrie, right? And they won 109-85. Now, I know that the Kings aren't the same team as the Knicks, but the Knicks are in free fall, Ryan. Yeah. Six-and-a-half-point favorites. They're gonna, Kyrie Irving is going to play. Seth Curry is going to play. Andre Drummond's going to play. What are we talking about? No, the Knicks shouldn't be favored by six-and-a-half points over anybody. Be, that, they should be two-point dogs. No, I know. I'm, I'm with you there. What? I, I just laid nine and a half with the Knicks last night. It didn't, it didn't end well. 